Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome. Overtime, Scott Jackson with you tonight till 10 on 106.7 The Fan. Got a lot of things to cover between now and then. You just heard uh, Earl Forsey mentioning the uh, Commanders, obviously, with the uh, day off getting ready for the Colts. And um, tomorrow, of course, uh, you know, the chance for Chase Young to be back on the field, obviously, uh, pretty interesting uh, scenario. Don't think he'll play this week. I think Ron Rivera even alluded to that in JP's uh, interview the other day. But certainly uh, something to look forward to here in a few weeks. And a defense is playing better. We'll talk about that tonight. We'll also talk about – <laughs> what has to be a weird a weird feeling uh for the network um who decided to put the commanders the the smart people that uh, get paid a lot of money in television that decided to put the commanders and colts in prime you know in that prime spot of 425 on sunday when they thought it was going to be first of all carson wentz going back to indy and all that against matt ryan right but now we have uh sam ellinger against taylor heineke instead so uh yeah, that's why those guys get paid the big dollars. And this is really why they should have flex like every single week, uh, the ability to flex every single week. But, yeah, it sucks for Fox, but, you know, they're going to be okay. So that's uh, what we get to look forward to this weekend. And the Sam Ellinger thing is interesting, and we're going to talk a lot about this tonight as to what the Colts have done here because, yeah, it's not too soon to ask why not the commanders do the same thing when it comes to the 70% clause in Carson Wentz's contract and start uh, moving forward. Uh, much as the Colts have already done with Matt Ryan. I mean, this was supposed to be a two-year fix for them. They're going to have to eat a lot of money either way with Matt Ryan, um, but he has been utterly unproductive, unproduct- you know, unproductive. Uh, 16.1 points a game. They're the worst team in the league. I mean, 5.9 yards per throw. I mean, they threw, they threw Wentz out of town for 7.1 per attempt last year. <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, was tied with Taylor Heineke, ironically, uh, for all the wow, but he's got such a big arm. Um, anyway, it, it, look, Matt Ryan's been hit a ton. Their, their offensive line is worse than the commander's has been at times, although, boy, the commander's offensive line suddenly looked a little bit more uh, you know, workable this past weekend for some reason. It's interesting when you don't drift in you know, and hold the ball forever, how, how those things work, and you can get out of your own way. But anyhow, 
Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, again, a, a roughly twelve point nine or twelve million dollars less than twenty nine million. He's doing twenty twenty three is guaranteed. And there's a seven and a half million dollar bonus that will kick in on March seventeenth. So, if the Colts cut him, it's going to cost him eighteen million against the cap. But clearly, uh, they're signaling they're they're prepared to do that at this point. And supposedly, too, you know, the owner who has a lot to say about other owners, uh, Jim Ursay, was the one who uh, wanted this to happen. You know, he was the one that uh, much like wanted Carson Wentz out of town, which then Chris Ballard signed off on, is now also kind of pushing for this as well. So this is uh, kind of what they're going to look at. And, you know, it's not a terrible idea. I mean, look, if you don't have a great offensive line, you better have a quarterback that can save his own life. And that Matt Ryan can't do that. I mean, the commander's defensive line, as well as they've been playing and hitting quarterbacks, and, you know, the the Packers this past weekend did a good job at, you know, making sure that that was not, you know, that Aaron Rodgers wasn't a pinata in that football game, but they also didn't – they also had a lot of pressure on him. And this is what would have happened to Matt Ryan, who's been sacked a ton this season. And, again, the commanders, you know, they were probably a little disappointed not to see him in that regard. But, again, Sam Ellinger, who has played in NFL games, he's just never thrown a pass in any of them, man, that's all. They like to um, have him just run when he comes in the game. So – 80 hits on the season, Matt Ryan, uh, through seven weeks. 110 pressures. It's not good. Uh, by the way, ironically, Nick Foles is the backup. Boy, wouldn't that have been funny? Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz. Couldn't get that, though. Huh? Anyway, so this decision by the Colts, yes, and they've had six quarterbacks since Andrew Luck. Um, I don't feel sorry for the Colts. I believe Ron Rivera's had seven quarterbacks, and he's been here, what, two and a half years at this point? Don't really feel bad for them. I mean, they went from, you know, guy named Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, who was, was pretty good. Yeah, he retired abruptly. But, yeah, this will be the Coles' sixth starter since then. But if Washington doesn't want to give up that second-round pick, and I don't think they should want to, they've got to seriously consider, you know, the numbers and looking at him. And right now they don't have to worry about anything because the player's hurt. He's not going to play for at least three more games. And you can look at it one or two ways. Right, your your season is either saved by Taylor Heineke, so you got to keep riding with him, or your season is sunk by the time Carson Wentz is healthy. And you say, well, you know, Carson, you may or may not be part of the equation moving forward, but we want to find out what we got here in this uh, this young man by the name of Sam Howell. So you got that part of it too uh, to think about, and you know, you don't have to do anything. I mean, with Carson Wentz's contract, it's not like he has to play anymore in the year. You can still pick him up, obviously, because they can go year to year on this thing. It's a lot of money for a guy that hasn't, you know, is clearly not a difference maker at 28 mil. But still, you could do it if you wanted to. So there's nothing that doesn't say you could, you know, let Hal roll for a few weeks and then let Wentz play the back half of the year if if you felt that was something that uh, would be good for you, just to get another look at him. But, you know, I don't know if he's going to you know, suddenly be a guy who, you know, moves the chains for them. I mean, he's always been wanting to be make the big play. Back in the old days, you know, a few years ago in Philly, he could actually get out of his own way and get out of a player's ways. He could suplex out of sacks and throw the ball downfield, but now, now he can't. I mean, he gets run down from behind. I mean, so this is the tough thing they got to worry about uh, and look at when it comes to it. And I Saw the uh, – and it was last week, I think, that Ron Rivera said he can't worry about these things, you know, and it because, you know, you can't make decisions based on this stuff. But you really have to. I mean, and you can say that now because you don't have to make any decision. But, but frankly, you have to, especially if you're the – you know, you're, you're ultimately the decider on everything. On everything is Ron Rivera. So you have to make that decision 
uh, at some point. And, and, yes, it should be a factor. It absolutely should be a factor. Sure, you want to play the best guy, um, you know, and all that. But, again, I mean, yeah, it was just one week with Taylor Heineke. We'll see as we move forward. He did a – you know, he got away with some stuff, as we like to say. But he also, as you see, you know, was able to move the chains. He's able to make plays, and he's also able to – you know, his teammates love him. And, I mean, you just – and it's not, it's not Carson Wentz's fault. I mean, we knew this was going to happen at some point, that we were going to see if Taylor Heineke back on the field. It's the flat-out love they have for the guy. <laughs> they love him. And there's nothing Carson Wentz can do about it. And it's not – you know, I know this will be written in Philly and probably in India. It's like, oh, see, this just proves he's a terrible teammate and he's a terrible – not not even that. He's just not – He's not the dude that Taylor Heineke is. It just happens sometimes. I mean, we used to hear this stuff here with Colt McCoy versus Kirk Cousins. Like, Kirk wasn't beloved by everybody. They liked him, respected him. He was sure as hell a lot better than Carson Wentz, clearly, on the field. But, you know, but Colt, like, pushed him to shove. They, you know, he was the, they all like they loved him a lot, too. But anyway, I just, um, I, I think they can sit here and say, we're gonna we're just going to wait and see. But I think when you get to the fork in the road, whether it's four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, or whatever it may be, they will be able to spin this any way they want to keep that second-round pick if they're smart. If they're smart about it, they will. Uh, you sh- and again, you should. That's a valuable selection. You, I mean, you know, you don't want to just throw more bad money on bad, so to speak, at this point. And, you know, does the money matter? It shouldn't, but of course it does. Again, you, you need to, if you're going to spend $28 million, you got to get $28 million out of it. And, you know, there, there are some interesting numbers, and we'll get into this tonight uh, later on at the 8 o'clock hour that says, you know, it's pretty close, right, in terms of, you know, the give and take of these two players. But with the PFF grades, and we're going to talk to Nick Ackridge uh, on the Commander's PFF coming up at 8, it, what you don't see is, you know, things like time of possession, <laughs> things like, hey, your defense was sure a hell of a lot fresher. Uh, he also scored a lot more points um, than you had the previous weeks with the other guy, even though the, the numbers were fairly similar. And, yeah, he has that wow factor. And those big plays are certainly great. And he, he can throw late sometimes and get away with it, um, which Taylor Heineke should not and cannot do uh, in most cases. So there's all that to be said. But at some point, you know, you can keep kicking that. You can just say you don't have to worry about it now, which is true. But they've got to be thinking about it. I mean, they're – can't you'd be crazy not to think about it? I mean, all they need to do is you know see the picture of John Allen and Taylor Heineke to understand what the guys in the locker room think about him. And again, they've got to keep him healthy. I mean, geez, I mean the offensive line again better, but they've got to continue to play that way because they, they can't uh, afford for him to take shots like that, like some of the ones that Wentz was taking early in the season. And certainly Taylor did a good job protecting himself more so than Carson ever did in the first uh, six weeks he played. All right, Jim Ursay, beyond maybe pushing the quarterback decision on his head coach, had a lot more to say over these last few days about the Washington owner, Dan Snyder, which really is now the main story of this game, right? I mean, I don't know how Fox will handle it. I mean, they're partners with the league. I mean, do they ever do owner stories? I don't know if I can say I remember them ever doing that, but, man, if there was ever a week to potentially – have it in the hopper. I would think this might be the week. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, plus, Al Galdi is going to join us. Al Galdi podcast, Nats Chat podcast, longtime Team 980-er uh, back in the day with my myself. And um, talk to him about what's going on with these commanders, with the Heineke magic. Uh, Al is also a huge seam head 
and does the uh, Nats Chat podcast with Mark Zuckerman. We'll talk to him about, oh, my God, all the former Nats that have been in the playoffs. And, yes, Dusty Baker. This is a discussion Alan I had many, many times over the years. Dusty Baker when he was in Washington. Yes, I love Dusty Baker, and I'm rooting for the Astros, and I don't give a damn if anybody doesn't like it. You know what? Because your team cheated too, whoever your team is, because they all did. Uh, so we'll get to that coming up and uh, talk to Al about that at the top of the hour. But coming up next, Jim Irsay, uh doubling down on his issues with the commander's owner and what he thinks the NFL should be about. And, yes, there are some skeletons in Jim Irsay's closet. Maybe that's why he's the perfect guy to not be worried about saying something about this. We'll get to that straight ahead. It's overtime. Scott Jackson with you here on 106.7 The Fan and streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Here overtime, Scott Jackson with you on 106.7 The Fan, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Al Galdi, join us coming up next. We'll talk Commanders and World Series, which we have to wait till the end of the week for, which is really goofy. I mean, that's, you know, baseball you play every day, basically. <laughs> you know, all summer through the fall. And, you know, your random days off here and there. And then... We get to the playoffs and we decide to give these teams huge long breaks. And I, I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't, and I get it. It's all for lining up television purposes. I don't, I don't love it, though. All right. So Jim Irsay, with the comments a week ago at the NFL owners meetings about uh, there is merit to remove Dan Snyder. Uh, a few days after the fact was um, spoken to by Peter King. And I think he was on with Grant and Danny earlier today. At least he was scheduled to appear. Um, and he had it in his football morning in America column uh, this week, just more about what Ursay had to say. And, you know, he's not backing off. Um, you know, he, look, he got a little sanctimonious about, you know, George Hallis was at my wedding, you know, and, you know, Art Rooney, and he's name dropping left and right of all the pillars of ownership in the National Football League, right? All these people he's been a part of. Like the Ursay family, if you're from Baltimore, you're like, hey, screw this guy. I, I get it. Um, what Robert did to the Baltimore folks was wrong. Uh, absolutely. Mayflower moving. Um, but anyway, and this guy has had his own issues, right? He is a flawed person. He had a six-game suspension. He was actually suspended by Roger Goodell. See, Roger Goodell can suspend owners if he wants to uh, for a DUI in 2014. And maybe this is why he's the perfect guy, though. So, I mean, you know, all this stuff being said, right? And, you know, I know people around here don't like him for what he said about Wentz and what have you. And that's fair. I'm not saying he's a perfect fella or somebody I'm a fan of, but I can understand why maybe he's the guy that needed to step out and say all this stuff because he's not afraid of whatever the, quote, retribution or the mafia <laughs> innuendo from that ESPN story may be because, like, all his stuff's on Front Street, right? Like, this dude takes pictures of himself on the John in his jet, which is weird. Uh, you know, he does a lot of strange things, okay? But whatever he's trying to stand up for, and if you buy into it, whatever it may be, uh, at least he said it. Because nobody else has said anything um, among these owners. I mean, they've all talked around it. They've been very careful uh, to say anything. Because, you know, the the fear here for many of them is, oh, man, I don't want anybody looking at my house. I want anybody to come, you know, I don't want anybody coming here and doing this to me. You know, this is a bad precedent. You hear that all the time as well. But, look, some of this as we know, with some of these reports coming up, may actually have some juice to them. They may not, too, and it may be just a nothing, maybe an absolute nothing. Uh, however, I do think it's interesting that he continues to double down even after, you know, the commissioner kind of asked for everybody to kind of keep their voices down, but he's not doing that because he's obviously not worried about it because, oh, yeah, the commissioner actually works for him. 
the real question, and this is the one you have to ask yourself about all this stuff, is how many other of these owners actually believe what he believes and want to do anything about it. You know, and that's the million or five billion to six billion dollar question because that's what it would be to then sell the team um, to somebody else. Like, will there be any teeth to it? I mean, and I have no answer for you there. I mean, I think, you know, Peter King, I heard, you know, and, and others have written that, you know, they think these things, but they don't really have any proof or knowledge. I mean, the, the reports are, you know, the Mary Jo White report, nobody knows. Then nobody knows what the House committee is going to come up with anything. I, I think it's fascinating that, you know, Dan Snyder spoke to them for 45, you know, for uh, for eight hours or whatever the heck it was, nine hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, some crazy amount of time, and nothing's leaked out, which which is strange to me because a lot of things leaked out throughout this process. So don't know if they, they didn't get what they were looking for or, or what the deal is or why it is, or maybe they're just putting the report together, maybe just, you know, typing it on up. I, I don't know. But until you get to that point, I think a lot of this stuff is interesting um, and could be important, but until they get some teeth and some stuff behind it, it looks like it's going nowhere because, again, to this point, these guys have done nothing. Uh, Roger Goodell, you know, didn't even suspend him. <laughs> he fined him and said, yeah, he's going to step away from the team. It was his decision. And they pretended he suspended him for a little while. Now they've kind of all gotten on the same page. I think the most recent version of it was, no, he stepped away to work in the stadium. We saw how well that worked. But anyhow. And, of course, that's really the big elephant in the room, right, the stadium, which has gone nowhere. And, you know, other places have gotten deals done. Tennessee, the most recent. And that's really what offends more of these guys than any of this other – you know, allegations of things that have happened there, NDAs and whatnot. They, they don't, you know, that doesn't move the meter for many of them. So for, you know, Jim Irsay to continue to tell us these guys, you know, stand for a lot of things and, and he's trying to now, that's great, you know, but we'll see, you know. We shall see if that's really true. But boy, I, I hope to see, they got to have a shot of the two of them on the field right before the game. I mean, there's got to be something. I mean, this this is really – this is the attraction to this football game, not Sam Ellinger versus Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I mean, this is the big story. Whether we get it or not, probably not. Billionaires don't roll that way. But maybe they do. Who knows? All right, Al Galdi is going to come join us next, Nats Chat Podcast and the Al Galdi Podcast. We'll talk about some of the uh, commander stuff as well as, yes, the World Series coming up later this week and the Philadelphia Phillies and a lot of former Nats – at least two really big ones, one really big one. And, of course, the former Nationals manager, Dusty Baker, on the other side in Houston. We'll get to all that coming up. It's overtime. Scott Jackson with you here on 106.7 The Fan, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 